Hey Solomon, this is Jay Rosemary. Are you tired of feeling overwhelmed and alone? I know when my children were younger, there was a lot of times I felt alone. That's why I started Solomon's Talk, this podcast. But you're not alone. You don't have to parent alone. And I, I keep repeating it because it's something that it seems we are convinced that we are alone. But reach out to me. I'm here for you. I can talk you through anything that's going through your mind. Because believe me, I've gone through some stuff. You can tell from listening to these podcasts that I empathize with you. And I understand and can connect with what's happening with you. So click the link below and book a one-on-one with me. We could just chat. Uh, No obligation, no... um, no commitment, just chat. And so don't parent alone. Click the link below and book a, book a chat with me. And no obligation, confidential and safe place to talk about you. Tired, weary, frustrated? What would you be doing if you weren't raising children alone? What's stopping you from living your best life now? On Solar Moms Talk, I discuss with solar mothers the challenges you face raising children alone. So if you're a working solar mom dealing with independent children, insensitive bosses, weight and health issues, or even debt collectors, join us as we discover your path to get and stay healthy, increase your income, and live with joy and purpose. In this battle. My guest today is Ulrika Carlson. Thanks for coming and talking to us today, Ulrika. Nice to have you. Thank you so much for having me. I'm looking forward to this uh, talk and for being here with you. Yes, for sure. So before we get into what you do, could you tell us who Ulrika is? I think that's a good question because for me, that's like the whole existential question. Who am I? (laughs) (laughs) It's like the quest of life and uh, hopefully always improving to becoming the better version of myself every day. But uh, I'm a single mom. Uh, I'm an international author. I am a yogi. I'm an intuitive empath. I am like a spiritual healer, spiritual teacher. Um, and I know that I'm here in this ascension process to aid the individual and collective ascension. Okay. All right. Cool. So a lot, lot there, lots there and that we can talk about. So that's good. Um, but the first, before we talk about your career and what you do to help others, uh, could you tell us how you became a single mom? Yes, uh, for sure. So uh, it was the year 2008 and I was in deep, deep depression. I was being suicidal and I was really, really out of shape. And uh, one day, my husband at the time, he just comes home. And, you know, sort of out of the blue just tells me that, I, you know, I don't want to be married to you anymore. I just, he was so tired. He was like, 
he felt he was a codependent uh, to my situation where I was and everything was consuming me and, and us. And he didn't see me for the person I was. He only saw my my symptoms, my my disease at the time. So, so I was uh, a mom of two beautiful kids. Uh, the youngest were only three years when we separated and I was in the midst of this uh, sick with leave as being depressed and I couldn't work. So there I am, single, uh, without any money, without any job, uh, and, you know, having to support my kids, basically. So, and just uh, these ordinary tasks were really, really, you know, like challenges to me because I was so drained of energy. So that's how I become a single mom. Yes, thank you. Thank you for sharing. I like to ask that question, especially um, to individuals who appear successful. Um, you know, when you say you're a single mom or you were a single mom, we want to know, I want to know what the journey is. So someone who is where you started um, can realize that they're not alone and there's light at the end of the tunnel, right? Exactly. And uh, it just, as I said, also came out of the blue because just like two days prior to he told me that he wanted to not live with me anymore, uh, we were looking at houses. So it was really mm-hmm. like uh, like like a lightning to me. And I I was so horrified of not because here in Sweden it's very common that the children live like one week with the mother and then one week with the father if there's not some kind of abuse or, you know, uh, right. restrictions of any kind. So, And I remember when, when I separated my little girl, she was only three at the time and she had a high fever and, and a bad cold. And then she was to stay with her dad for one week and I was like... I was just lying up, curled up in fetus position on my floor here here at home, just crying and missing my babies, and I wanted to go there, and, and I just couldn't. So it was like, it was like a big, it sensed, it felt like a big loss, like mm-hmm. a big heartache, truly. Right. So um, one last question. Because I remember going through a similar situation. How, what was your biggest challenge? Because you, were, you weren't your best self at the time. And you had to nurture two children who um, were grieving, most likely for their dad. And maybe grieving for you too, because you were, you were so, you know, you, had, you were going through some stuff that didn't allow you to be a mother full-time, like fully how you'd like to. So what was your biggest challenge in all of that? Actually, you know, I tried my, of course, we all do. We try our best with what we have at the time, uh, Mm -hmm. what we've got. So I put so much love and effort into my children and I took even less care of myself. And in this depleted Mm-hmm. where I was and being depressed and also suicidal so it was like a bad sort of downward going spiral so the biggest challenge for me was actually my own 
recovery and, and coming back to health and vitality and coming back to life who who I'm who I'm you know supposed to be so that journey was really like tiresome and with a lot of challenges and bumps in the road and also very expensive and as I just told you like I was um I was there with two kids and I I was so depressed and being suicidal so I couldn't even work and then from this space mm-hmm. I had to you know pay the rents and have food on the table but uh, I had some savings so I managed with that but then the the journey back home to myself that was the most challenging one and um, yeah okay all right yeah I understand I I do um okay so what led you to do what you're doing now I'm I'm assuming it had something to do with your own experience but but tell us how that transition took place. How did you get to where you are today? So uh, as I've already mentioned, I was being suicidal and I came to the point. I, w- I was in such a bad shape. I was like a junkie. You know, my cognitive abilities were gone. I was so sensitive of lights and, and sound. So when my kids who were three and five at the time, when they wanted my attention and when they were arguing, it was like, you know, I was sort of exploding and and uh, I lost control uh, you know uh, over myself mm-hmm. which is not something that I'm proud of but uh, for me I came to a realization that either you know I'm gonna keep on doing what I'm doing and then I will be dead then I will be dead and if I'm dead then I'm of no use to my children right then they will have no mom mm-hmm. So I realized, you know, this old cliche to use the oxygen mask on myself first before I could help or aid anybody else. So I came to a big, like, insight when I was walking in a forest one one late afternoon or one day that uh, I fell into the ground and I felt like I was having a heart attack, like a, a, a how do you say, a dagger a knife straight into my heart and I, I thought I was going to mm-hmm. die there in the snow and then I came to the realization that I I have the choice either to continue to live like this and then for sure I would die out of stress and you know being depressed and also suicidal I will just end it or I will have to do things differently so I yes. I have started to sort of faced all my inner fears, my unresolved traumas, unsuppressed emotions, everything that has been stuck layer and layer and layer, which we have here in the Western society, because most of us, we are not used to show too much emotions, or we are, you know, taught to suppress ourselves and and strong or intense emotions. And I, as an intuitive empath, I had always been very, very sensitive. And, uh, suppressed how I felt not to scare anybody off or not to be too much or to be judged or not to be included so here in Sweden we have this like uh, it is like in our DNA it's called Jantelagen and it's basically who do you think you are you're nothing special you're not supposed to have strong emotions about anything you're not supposed to be too joyful too happy too horny too sad or whatever so all these 
emotions that I have suppressed for decades. And as a yogi, I'm a yogi, we also believe that, you know, we have been reincarnated. So we also not only have the stressful choices and negative choices we have done in this life, then we also have the karma. And on top of that, we also have our ancestral lineages with unresolved traumas and unexpressed emotions. So I actually had to just sort of all my energy was always directed into the outer realms out here, looking for approval, looking for love, for acknowledgements, looking to be included. But, um, so I used that energy and turned it inwards where I faced all these things that I just described, like many traumas, unresolved emotions. And so I faced them, I felt them, embraced them, and from this space also transformed them. So you can transform your inner darkness, your inner wounds and traumas to more access of light and consciousness. And that's what I did. Okay. All right. Great. And this leads me to the next question. So tell us what you do and how you help others. I help others to do the journey from their head space and coming back into the heart space because the heart is the center uh, in our chakra system. And that's where we have the love, the unconditional love that most of us have never received from our parents uh, because we are all we are all having fucked up unconscious programs stored in our bodies. So I help people, I help mostly women to come back into their bodies, into their hearts and to increase their consciousness. Okay. All right. And okay. So, and how can we get in touch with you? Like, where are you? (laughs) So I work uh, through the screen uh, globally. I have women from all ages of all different kind of fields throughout the, the, the world. And I'm working through the screen and my website is, is up there and it's running. It's not updated though, but it's there. Uh, it's called ulliskarlsson.com. So it's U-L-L-I-S-K-A-R-L-S-O-N.com. Okay. Okay. And we'll put that in the show notes. And are you on Instagram? I'm on Instagram as Ulrika. Ulis Carlson. It's U L R I K A U L I S K A R L S O N. Okay. And so I also came to the conclusion in my own journey that that I had so much karma. Do you know what karma is? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. So I had I had so much karma from this lifetime and past lifetimes. So I need to clear my karma. So this is also what I did for myself and also what I'm guiding others to do, like to do karma mm-hmm. clearings in the Akashic Record. So basically, the, my perception is that you can become aligned and balanced from, from many ways, but the two ways that I use, that either you align yourself with who you are on a soul level, through the soul, through a, a reading for your soul in the Akashic Record, or you also work with the body because the soul, Mm -hmm. we know that we are souls having human experience. The soul lives within the body. So the soul knows all of these things stored deep within the memory of your cells. I'm actually writing books about it. Also, I'm just going to show you like holy, holy, holy fucking sacred water. 
the sacred connections okay. to everything, how polluted we mm-hmm. are in our inner waters where we are storing all these stress and unresolved emotions. So okay. we need to clear out the inner polluted water for us to be in flow and where we also can from this space do changes outwardly because I cannot change things and circumstances out there if I don't change myself. It all starts right. within. Mm-hmm. And then also my latest book, The Sacred Soul, A Divine Evolution Through Time and Space, is also how many of us are so disconnected from our souls, from spirit, so we don't even know who we are. We are running around in the hamster wheel, being busy, you know, doing all this work and being in the matrix. But most of us are always looking for something else or having this deep inner longing or desire of, you know, something else. There surely must be something else in life. So many of us are, we are spiritually disconnected. And once you plug in into your spirits and coming back into alignment with who you are on a soul level, that, you know, takes you up to a high set of consciousness. It opens your heart so you can live a more heart-centered life. And it just makes life better on so many levels. Yeah. Like your this, health, this... Your, your, you know, everyday life, your relationships with your kids. Because how can I have a good relationship with my kids if I don't have a good relationship with myself, right? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. That's so true. It all starts with me. Right. It's self-awareness. Um, do you think do you think that that work um in its completeness um not that I ever think that we could be complete in our the work we have on ourselves. Do you think it it breeds selfishness like does it breed self-absorption like you know no i don't know if you understand my question yeah i totally understand no uh one with a very low consciousness could consider it to be egoistic but again if i'm dead if i am dysfunctional if i am not you know in flow if i don't have the ability to earn money to provide for my kids if i if my health is bad if i make bad choices if i'm in bad relationships it will have ripple effects on my kids right mm-hmm. yeah everything that i do everything that i do as a mom will have ripple effects on my kids so not taking care of myself is selfish not taking yeah. care of myself is egoistic because that's only uh, an illusion, a program on how we also think that we are here in Matrix, that I should just give and give and give. But if the metaphor is that we are all individual like bank accounts, and if I'm just doing withdrawal of energy, I'm just taking out money, I'm just taking out money, what will happen? I will be in bankrupt, bankruptcy, mm-hmm. right? So energy flows uh that we are both receivers and givers. And I cannot give anything to anybody if I don't give it to myself first. I cannot receive anything from anybody. I cannot receive love from anybody out there, my kids, a new lover, friends, colleagues. I cannot receive love if I don't give it to myself first. But here we are in Western societies uh, looking for the wrong things in the wrong places in the unreams. Like, mm-hmm. I want you to save me, I want you, I need your money, etc., etc. 
but the time is here for us to increase our consciousness and to become aware of that we, each and one of us, we have the powers within. We have the powers both to be exceptional good mothers and also, you know, to be business women or whatever you want to do. But I cannot do it if I if my energy is just flowing out to others all the time and nothing is coming in. So energy is always, because I'm an energy worker, energy is always moving both ways. And I have to, mm. it's like we have to give ourselves the childhood we never had, right? I can never mm. retrieve it from my parents. I can never retrieve it from a lover, but I have to give it to myself first. And from this empowered state, from this, state where I'm open in my heart and my mind, then I can give even more love to my beloved ones. Yes. 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 Yeah. You can't give what you don't have. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Okay. So what is Ulrika grateful for today? Can you please repeat the question? What are you grateful for today? Today I'm grateful that I'm here with you. Uh, because when I was depressed and suicidal, one day I was looking at uh, Oprah Winfrey show. And at the time there was somebody there that said one sentence that resonated so much with me. So I didn't commit suicide. So perhaps I'm here now talking with you and somebody out there is listening who needs to hear this now. And if there's only like one sentence or one word that I'm saying then I've paid back my karma and it's like just the circle is closed. So I'm, I'm grateful for being here with you. I'm grateful for you who's tuning in to listen to this uh, live or replay. And I'm grateful for all the work, the inner work that I've done with myself so I could be here and be telling you this and sharing vulnerable stories from an empowered state. Amen. Thank you. Thank you for sharing that. And I am grateful for having you here to have you share your story with other women so they could hear it. Thank you. Sure. All right. So um, do you have any offers, um, anything that you're giving away? I see, I see on your website that you have retreats. Do you have any upcoming that you could tell us about? I don't have any upcoming retreats at the moment uh, since, uh, you know, what's been going on for the last couple of years. Uh, mm -hmm. But I'm open for suggestions and I do retreats over the screen also. So if there's anybody who wants to do a retreat with me, I would be happy to. But what I do have now are my karma clearings that like one individual at the time, we can increase consciousness and also transmit this new high state of consciousness with an open heart into the collective consciousness. And I really, 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 as a yogi, believe that this is so much needed in the world today with everything that is going on and right. that we are all contributing to this energy by all these unresolved shits in our karma because we only have access to 5% of consciousness. And from these five percent mm. of consciousness, we think we are in the illusion that we are making conscious choices. So the more right. I increase my consciousness, the more I also transmit a higher state of consciousness into the collective. And so this is how we make the world a more beautiful and better place for everybody. But it starts with yes. yes. Yes, for sure. All right. So give me one piece of advice for a solo mom. Or two. <laughs> yes, thank you. So it all starts basically with the breath. The, the word breath in Swedish literally means andetag, 
which means to connect with spirits. And most of us single moms, when we are stressed, we don't have money, we, we don't have the love in our life that we are looking for. We might always, you know, have bad conscience about our kids that we never have time enough with them. So this means that it restricts, it limits your breathing. And a limited or restricted breathing always restricts and limits your life. So, and I'm also doing a lot of breath work and within the yogic practices that I offer. So it starts with the breath. Take a good look at how you're breathing and how, because the breath, literally, we are born into this life with a breath, right? And the time when we are dying, mm-hmm. we're doing it with a breath. So the breath involves everything in life, the conscious, the subconscious, the consciousness. And the less I'm breathing, the less conscious I am. Mm -hmm. So uh, to be aware of your breath and the importance of your breath, because if you are not breathing, then you're dead, right? Right. (laughs) All right. Thank you very much, Ulrika Carlson, for coming and talking to us today on Solomon's Talk. Any final thoughts? Yes. If you find yourself also in a dark space uh, or if you are depressed, one could also think of the word depressed as a deep rest, a deep rest for body, mind and soul. That means that that, uh, from chaos comes divine order. So if you find yourself in a dark space, maybe you are a seed that are about to thrive and blossom as a total new, more conscious being that you have been there for a reason and the results have taken you into a depleted state but you can still thrive if you are willing to choose and to do things that is more aligned with who you are on a soul level so that was my second my second um tip yeah that that's a big one thank you i appreciate you. you yeah thank you thank you so much for having me and thank got questions about podcasting do you find yourself struggling with the tools and strategies that you know will help you launch and grow your show why not join the new west podcasters club where you can get your questions answered by me or one of our guest experts the link to our next meeting is below Sign up today and don't let confusion about podcasting stop you from owning your genius. Whether you're an individual or a nonprofit, the New West Podcasters Club is where podcasters come for answers. Link below for our next meeting. Hello, Solar Moms. As a Solar Mom of three adult sons, I understand the challenges you face on a daily basis. As a mentor, my mission is to help you shift your mindset and empower you to take control of your life, to see yourself as God sees you. I know that unresolved trauma can be a heavy burden to carry and parenting alone can be a lonely journey, but it doesn't have to be that way. I want you to know that you are not alone. You have the strength and resilience to overcome your challenges and create the life you desire. I want to help you to make the effort to tackle unresolved trauma and change your perspective so you can live the life you deserve. 
I offer complimentary consultation where we can discuss how to move forward, create a plan to help you heal and empower you. You can schedule a consultation by emailing me at jen at jrosemarie.com or by calling plus one nine one seven nine nine four one three two nine or schedule a consultation with the link below. I am here for you and I want to help you take the first step towards healing and empowerment. Don't let unresolved trauma hold you back any longer. Don't parent in silence. So take action today and let's work together to empower you to live the life you desire.